<laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> Alright. Today's episode is brought to you by Gouda Pop, the world's first carbonated cheese beverage. <laughs> Alright. Alright, let's see. <clears throat> Are you thirsty? Of course. <laughs> Are you thirsty? Of course you are. Imagine a sparkling burst of flavor in every sip. Introducing Gouda Pop, the world's first <laughs> the world's first carbonated cheese beverage. <laughs> Unleash the creamy, tangy taste of <laughs> taste of <laughs> I can't fucking do this shit. Um <laughs> Unleash the <laughs> Unleash the creamy, tangy taste of Gouda, fizzing with excitement in a refreshingly unique drink, perfect for cheese lovers <laughs> seeking adventure in every glass. <laughs> Gouda pop. We're going maybe. <laughs> Gouda pop. We're going <laughs> Oh God, Gouda Pop, where gourmet meets playful. <laughs> Experience the fizz, <laughs> savor the cheese. <laughs> Try Gouda Pop today. It's brilliantly bubbly, man. That is so fucking stupid. Um, I just want to give credit where credit is due. The idea of Gouda Pop is not mine. It is from ancient times, but it it was funny then, and it's funny now. So I think I'm just going to roll with that fake commercial. <laughs> All right. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if anyone has such a thing as a true calling. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm wondering if we were to zoom out and view the entirety of human civilization on a microscopic level. Or is it macro? Macro, but it's not the term you're looking for. Okay. Would anyone have a true calling, or do we just have aptitude, mm -hmm. and there are jobs, positions to be filled? That is what I am wondering. Okay. There is an idea of a show. A working concept. A finished product. This is the beginning. Perhaps of something great. But until we reach that goal, this is simply a big, bogus podcast. Uh-huh. Here we go again, ladies and gents, and everyone in between. This is Big Bogus Podcast. I am Mighty Blackwood. Mighty Redwood was taken, you know what I'm saying? What, what, was it now? I mean... Was it though? Maybe. I don't know. Really doesn't matter. Anyway, that is my... Con he, I mean, he is my conscience. One day, one day you'll get that right. Yes, one day. Until then, um, let us just keep on trucking. Today's episode is going to be about uh? vocation and profession and whatnot. Uh. Um, this is the first quarter of 2024, season 14, episode 7. Wow. 
quite smooth. <laughs> quite smooth indeed. Well, you know, it's only been, what was it been, what, four, four years almost? <laughs> Three years and a bit? Yeah, just a bit. Yep. Anyway, no guests today. Let us go at it. Now, I don't know about you, but I have looked around and uh, I can't say for sure I've met too many people in life who have life. In life. demonstrated any degree of having found a true calling. Okay. I mean, I've met a lot of people who truly enjoy their jobs, things like this. Uh, but, you know, I've just not really met anyone and know anyone personally who who can my god man spit it I'm out just, uh, I'm just saying I, I know career people and I know people working you know ordinary jobs where you know they might switch to another place of employment um, within a short while or whatever um, it's, it's not really a thing they're going to stick out for the rest of their lives type situation and I can say with 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 a reasonable certainty that you know most people that I've met and most people that I know are just not in that category of having found a true calling. That's what I mean. It's like when I think of a calling, I'm, I'm, I struggle to think like. Uh huh. You struggle to think. Go on. Well, I just I just struggle to find people whose passions truly align with. You know their professions or you know their day jobs, their night jobs, whatever. I just I just. I just don't see that any amount of self-reflection or, or, or exploration uh-huh. actually helps people find what they're truly meant to do in this life if they don't already have the aptitude for that shit. How many people go to school, take an education, become a professional at a thing? <clears throat> stop, please stop. The switching of tenses is just... Okay. Um, all right. I'll, I'll, all right. I'll try. Um, what was I saying? Not much. I must admit. Wow. But try. <laughs> okay. I guess. I guess I was saying, how many people actually go to school, take an education, become a professional at a thing, um, become professional at things, wow. go to school, take their educations. Funny. Fuck. Um, and then truly commit to growing. Yeah. Um, continually educating themselves and networking and developing their skills so they can continually improve at what it is uh-huh. they do for a living. How many people? Lots. Lots and lots of people. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, might be lots and lots of people, but not enough, right? Because um, the majority of people do not do that kind of thing. They don't worry about professional growth. They don't worry about continuing their education. They don't worry about networking. They don't worry about developing their skills. Because if they did, everyone would be at the top. We find that the people at the top setting the rules and boundaries for everyone else are the people who do these things. So, you know, most people don't do those things. Some very broad strokes, but okay. Yeah, you know, that's me. Anyway, um... (laughs) I figure most people, instead of working on themselves, when they're met with professional challenges, they simply leave that fucking job that they're working on a daily basis and go find somewhere that's more comfortable, more in tune with their lack of motivation. That's the way of the world, I think, anyway. Yep, you and those tenses. Yeah, whatever, man. Um, so if this is the way of the world, if people are just, you know, looking for comfort and whatnot, 
the majority of people, that we find every time we are faced with challenges, we just we just look for a reset. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna work for um, B company instead of A company because A company makes me feel uncomfortable right now. Um, a company makes me feel very stressed out right now. So you know, it's just really a reset. We're not really advancing in life. So I ask the question, which is. Does anyone truly have a calling or just a certain amount of aptitude? Now, I am in no way comparing... Well, actually, that's a lie. I am going to compare just a little bit. But I am not insinuating that human beings are directly comparable to ants. Okay? Just to avoid some confusion in case... That is not clear from what I'm about to say. All right. So, uh, clear. imagine now, if you will, a colony of ants, okay? And, you know, let's just be as basic as possible. Let us suppose one is a worker ant. Now, as a worker ant, one has certain duties to perform, right? Naturally, okay. Now, as a worker ant, that is to say you're not the queen, Okay. You're not a soldier, you're not a baby, etc., etc. Anyway, as a worker ant, there are any number of responsibilities that you might take on as your job. I mean, your job could be foraging for food for the rest of the colony. You could be in construction and maintenance for the nest, right? Caring for the young or the queen, really. Defense. Defense? What... Would that not be a soldier act? Not necessarily. Anyway, may I? Okay. Okay. Um, Temperature regulation and humidity control. (laughs) Uh, Communication. A very, very important job. Shh. Well shot. Okay. Um, Or or even waste management. Okay. All of these jobs Uh you might find yourself responsible for performing depending on your age, depending on the needs of the colony. So... uh, I ask the question, if you are in this position, does it matter what your true calling is or does it matter more what you have an aptitude for doing? And if it is more about aptitude than... Uh Uh-huh, then, then... Well, let's, let's just put it this way. Isn't it a rather uniquely human trait to sit around contemplating, oh, what is the nature of my existence? I've been thinking about me for some time, and I believe I have not tr- truly found my, my calling in life. <laughs> it's like, why do we have this luxury to sit around and think about what it is we should be doing when we, we, we inherently know what it is we should be doing? We know what we're good at, but it's just we are so confused by the options available to us okay. that we spend a lot of time not... Uh-huh. You know what? Actually, there are gatekeepers, and that is a major factor to why people spend a lot of time considering what it is they should be doing. Because, you know, people at the top, they like to be surrounded by people that they can trust, people that are close to them, people that would be advantageous to them, things like this. And sometimes, even if you start the work, you might get kicked out of the the job just because you are not deemed 
appropriate for it by those around you. Take Steve Jobs, for instance, started Apple with Steve Wozniak and whomever else, and then got booted out of the company simply because the shareholders were like, eh, you're not the one. And then he went, uh-huh. he went, well, he went and lived his life. He went and focused on him because he knew what his aptitudes were in life, and he never wavered from that shit. Sure, it might have looked like he was on a personal quest to figure out what his calling was, but he knew what he was good at. And then, eventually, he came back to Apple. I say came back like I'm part of it. He went uh, back... Glad you caught that. Yes. He went back with his aptitude and transformed the company like no one else could have because he knew himself. You know... Your calling is not a thing that is mysterious, is not a thing that is out there, is not a thing that you have to go and find, it is not a thing that you have to discover by experimentation. Say you. It is already within you. Say you. Your calling is a thing that is built upon the foundation of your aptitude for whatever it is you're good at. Say you. If you're good at drawing, if you're good at singing, if you're good at science, if you're good at math, if you're good at thinking, you can become a philosopher. You could become anything by simply believing in your... Believing? Wow, okay. Really? Well, now. Wow, okay, okay. Please, please, go on. All I'm saying is... If you know you're naturally good at something, all you have to do is stack more skills. Uh-huh. More skills. Stack more skills upon that foundational skill set. That thing that you're already good at. I mean, the thing that you're good at could be as indecipherable to the average eye as you're just, you know, a really hard worker. That might be your aptitude. You're just you just have an aptitude for hard work. And you might not realize that is your aptitude, but that is deep down your true calling. You could literally stack any kind of skill set on top of that, and you'll be unstoppable. If, if, if you know within yourself there is something that you have a strong foundational aptitude for. Okay, okay. You know, the weird thing is, I mean, all throughout your life, everyone you meet... You know, all your relationships, your personal relationships, your professional ones, everyone you meet, really, they kind of sort of recognize what it is you're good at anyway. They see the aptitude within you, and maybe they try to, you know, encourage it and bring it out. But the fucked up thing is, if you don't set your own boundaries and prioritize your own activities to really foster and nurture your aptitude, people will pigeonhole you and force you to be whatever they want you to be for them. So it's like, sure, if you're a little ant running around and certain things need to be done in the nest and you have this aptitude for doing something that, you know, goes contrary to what the other ants are trying to force you to do, maybe you should step up and show that you're capable, more capable. Well, you know, differently able. If if you are differently able than how people are trying to pigeonhole you to get you to do whatever they want you to do, maybe you should step up and be like, you know what? 
These are my aptitudes, and I'm not going to veer from that realm of activity when it comes to my profession. So take me, leave me, whatever. This is my path in life, and anything I do is going to be founded on these gifts of mine. And I think, you know, your life will be better for it. Oh? Is, it, is that so? Absolutely so. I mean, the world is an ever-changing place. Workplaces are ever-evolving, ever-adapting to the needs of society. And I mean, if you have a skill set, if you have a certain aptitude for a thing, it behooves you to focus on that no matter where you happen to be working. That is the only way to find yourself with a real vocation, a real calling. Uh-huh. Uh, who are you to say? I'm not the one to say. What I'm saying is, no one knows what anyone else's calling is. Okay. Except that person in question. All right. How do we rap? Focus on your natural aptitudes. There is an idea of a show. A working concept. A finished product. This is the beginning. Perhaps of something great. But until we reach that goal, this is simply a big, bogus podcast. Why, oh why, oh why, is self-discovery such a huge part of the human experience, huh? Can you imagine a colony of ants where um, before the ants decide what it is they want to do for the colony and for themselves, um, they spend like a good portion of their lives, you know, trying to decide, um, wh what's my calling? What, what is my purpose? And what, what is the meaning of this all?